And uh, Michael Woodson joining us now from Orlando. And uh, Bears advance to the quarterfinals. Michael, y'all do this almost on an annual basis, but I assume it never gets old. <laughs> uh, no, you know, especially a year like this where, you know, all these guys got extra years of eligibility. There's so much parity. There's so many really strong teams. There's so many national powers that uh, either didn't make it to Orlando or didn't make it out of the round of 16. Uh, so for, for us to be in the quarterfinals, um, you know, it's, it's just a, a great accomplishment, and we're, we're certainly hungry for more. Isn't it interesting that you can never quite get away from the Big 12? Uh, they, you know, you guys, you guys all tied. Then you guys take the tournament, uh, and, then, uh, and then here you are uh, against TCU. I, I guess the good news is you probably know them as well as anybody possibly could know them. Well, the, the same could be said for them. As you as you enter something like this, what are the pros and cons to to playing someone you have so much familiarity with? Yeah, one of one of my staff members said the other day, you know, the the devil you know is better than the devil you don't. Um, and so I, I do feel like we we know each other extremely well. Um, you know, we always give get up for a match like that it's it's the most exciting thing you know about playing at Baylor is opportunities to play teams like TCU Texas you know the best in the country and and our biggest rivals and I just feel like it's a fantastic opportunity we we know what to expect we know we're going to have to bring our best tennis uh, but you know there there's not nothing's going to take us by surprise um, you know, and I know it's going to feel the same for them, but you know, with, with our, with our squad and, and, you know, what we've been able to accomplish this year, I think we can go in knowing, uh, that if we're confident and we give our best that we'll, we'll be in it at the end. Does it feel any, uh, different to you to be going into this now twice you were named interim coach and recently it's the first time I've gotten to talk to you since you were named, uh, the actual head coach, the interim tag was taken away. Did, uh, uh, you know, after that happened earlier this month, does it does it feel any different to you uh, as you as you as you you know showed up at the Sweet 16? Was there a different feeling for you or your players or anything like that? And by the way, congratulations! <laughs> Thank you. Um, honestly, no. Uh, you know, we've been so focused on you know trying to make sure we make the sacrifices that we need to, to train and compete at the highest level in what's been a different year. Um, you know, and, and also as a staff, we've been just focused on giving these guys the best possible experience that they can have. Um, and that's a, you know, staying present day in and day out. Uh, I really hadn't, hadn't thought much about the future. hadn't hadn't thought much about anything other than what can we do here at Baylor to, to serve these young men. Um, you know, very, very excited to be remaining here long-term, you know, both professionally and personally with my family. Um, you know, my family's excited as well, but you know, it's business as usual for us, um, you know, and, and don't want to, you know, do anything other than prepare the guys to, to compete. And, uh, I think they're, you know, locked in and focused, ready to go. All right. Uh, talking to Michael Woodson, uh, Baylor men's tennis coach. Michael, what is um, what's that place for people that have never been? Uh, we've a lot of us have been to Orlando, to Disney World, and all that. But that facility where they play this thing every year, um, what, what is the what's the atmosphere, the environment? And I don't know. Florida's kind of like Texas. Seems like they probably allow a few more fans than other places. You probably heard the news. Baylor's now gone to a hundred percent for outdoor 
that was a little late for you guys <laughs> this season. But uh, <laughs> what is what's the atmosphere like during a normal time um, when you show up at a at a place like this as you get to the quarterfinals and then on hopefully into the final four? What's what's the what's the facility like and what's the what's the atmosphere usually like? Yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's a lot of fun. There's a lot of excitement. It's just a, you know, it's a hotbed for tennis. Um, you know, it's obviously the, the head of U- United States professional tennis. It's the national campus. There's over a hundred courts here. Uh, it's an absolutely beautiful facility. And, you know, there's, it's got its own collegiate wing uh, where, you know, this type of event can be held, you know, some, some years. And uh, it's just a lot of excitement. You know, people that love the game, that, that appreciate the sport, that come in and, uh, you know, to, to really cherish this opportunity to see some of the, the world's best tennis players, you know, that compete on the men's and women's side in college. And, um, you know, it's a lot of fun. I think it's awesome, you know, to get the, the coverage that these guys are getting from the media and from, uh, you know, just the TV and, you know, see the cameras rolling and people serving these guys. I mean, it's, you know, in tennis, it's not always like that. And so to be one of the elite uh, programs and to be, you know, kind of treated like that, I think it's a great experience for our student athletes. All right, I, I've been interested in, in reading about your, your team. It, it, Baylor won the national title back uh, uh, 2001, I, but but this team seems to be particularly deep. And, and, and one of the comments you've made, I think it was about Charlie Broom and then even about Spencer Furman, that, that it's just these guys are not typical of sort of being on that line. How much of a luxury is that for you as a coach to know that you have that kind of depth and that those kind of like, uh, you know, quality players on down the line? Yeah, I mean, it's uh, yeah, we you know, it was actually 2004 uh, that that Baylor won, um, you know, and, and I think that team was absolutely stacked. And I think, you know, yes, they had the two of the best players in the country, but, uh, you know, a lot of a lot of the match comes down to how deep you are and, and how consistent you are at, at spots four, five, and six, um, you know, because everybody has a few really good players. Uh, every match is going to be really tough at one, two, three at the top doubles line. And, uh, you know, for us, we've, we've really got six, you know, plus guys uh, really going all the way to about, you know, 10, 11, 12, where we feel really confident. Um, and the six guys, yeah, I mean, you know, Nick Spencer and Charlie have had so much experience playing at the top of the lineup at, at their previous schools that, um, you know, they, they they really are just there because there's nowhere else to put them. Somebody has to play four or five and six. Uh, and it, it's really a luxury for us. And it gives our guys a lot of confidence. Yeah, I should remember that because it was right after the scandal, and honestly, that was a pretty incredible thing for our school because it kind of there have been so many bad things said about us in 2004. That was a pretty incredible thing. Uh, talking to Michael Woodson, the Baylor uh, men's tennis coach. So ex- tell me how, like, we always talk about transfer portal and football and, and basketball. It obviously happens in other sports as well. So you've got an Ivy Leaguer in Broome, uh, comes over from Dartmouth, like how does how do you become aware of a guy in, by way of England? By the way, how how does that work out? Like uh, a guy like that that has an unbelievable Ivy League career, but decides, hey, I want to come to a a big time, highly ranked school like Baylor. How did how did um, how did the two sides get together on something like that? 
Yeah, we, uh, you know, I actually uh, knew Charlie from his time, you know, when I when I worked uh, with the USTA collegiate team, coaching some of the top American college players in the summers. He was playing some similar tournaments and kind of ran in the same circles as those guys. And so I was familiar with him. Uh, you know, we have a player, Finn Bass, who he plays doubles with that uh, they'd known each other since they were eight years old. And, and when Charlie, you know, showed up on the portal, I, I gave him a call. We connected. He was not sure whether he was going to turn pro. Or, or use his extra year of eligibility. And, um, you know, I think he it, it was a huge priority for him to, you know, make sure that he went somewhere where he could develop uh, and, and get closer to professional tennis. Uh, and, you know, that's that Baylor ended up being the place that he chose over a couple of the other better, you know, best schools in the country are still in this tournament. And I think uh, it's been a great decision for him and, and obviously for us. Uh, he's been an incredible asset to this team. And he's a, yeah, he's an amazing young man. All right. Getting to quarterfinals and then, uh, boy, final four. This would be pretty awesome, Michael, on the heels of the men winning it all. Um, and I don't want to get ahead of myself, but I'm already thinking about what that would be like. Final four. How, how does that um, remind me, Michael, does that once you get to that, I've been following this thing on that Tennis One app and everything. How Once you get to the final four, do they start putting this? I mean, I, I feel like that's when it should be on ESPN or the Tennis Channel or something like that. Uh, the Tennis Channel is covering the two evening matches on Thursday night um, and okay. also Wednesday night for the women's side. Uh, we happen to be playing at uh, the, the second match of the day, so we'll be playing at 2 Eastern. Um, one central time on, on Thursday. So we'll be on the Tennis One app, but, um, you know, with a win, I think we'll that would put us on the Tennis Channel on Friday night. All right. For people that don't, Tennis Channel is 217 for you direct TV people, and I, I do kind of like going by there on my on my way to the Golf Channel sometimes uh, and, and checking all that out. It, do the, when the Gators show up, and it, I don't, you know, obviously they're a highly uh, seated team, how big a home court advantage is that? Do they do they, do their fans take that place over, or is it do, do they get crazy? Do they show up? What's that like? I think they have a good crowd. Um, you know, when we played them a couple of years ago here, yeah, I felt like there was definitely more you know Gator fans than than Baylor fans. But you know, we've got we we've got a, a strong contingent of people that travel, and I think you know some uh, other teams do as well. And so it feels it feels kind of neutral. You know, and, and it really depends on how loud those individuals are in the stands or off the court uh, that really kind of swings it, uh, you know, it swings the environment one way or the other. But they get a decent crowd. All right. Well, I was following that the other day. I think Ole Miss, you know, the fact that, I mean, y'all still beat them going away, but the fact that they kind of hung in there and, and pushed you into some third sets and that kind of thing, I, I think that'll bode well moving forward and, and – uh, uh, it's just you guys not are not always challenged as much, and and I think uh, this next one you'll be. It's not hard to get up for playing TCU and anything. So uh, listen, we're we're excited, and um, uh, everybody's following you from back home, and continued success. The the number one overall team in the country, Michael, the number two seed. Uh, someday you'll explain that to me, but uh, but for now that's uh, that's what we have to go on. We really appreciate the coverage. Thanks for the support. We're excited to keep it going here. All right, there he goes, Michael Woodson.